This podcast is brought to you by TacoNightAudio.com. Be sure to listen to this and other podcasts on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Stop by TacoNightAudio.com for all your podcast needs. Your emergency is showing is intended for entertainment purposes only and should not substitute for professional medical advice. A big thank you to this week's sponsor, Voodoo Comedy. Are you in Denver looking for terrific comedy and maybe a cocktail or two? Then you have to visit Voodoo Comedy. Voodoo Comedy is Denver's home for improv and stand-up comedy. Every Tuesday through Saturday, you can check out their amazing lineup of shows in downtown Denver on 22nd and Larimer. I absolutely love the shows at Voodoo Comedy. Listeners of this podcast can get $2 off their tickets by going to voodoocomedy.com and using offer code EMERGENCYSHOWS at the checkout. Enjoy a night of comedy and cocktails at Voodoo Comedy. But wait, there's more. Have you ever wanted to be on stage making people laugh yourself? Or perhaps you're already a seasoned comedian looking to sharpen your skills? Well, Voodoo Comedy is offering listeners of this podcast $20 off their improv and stand-up comedy classes. There's no pressure, they're fun classes, and they're taught by industry professionals. All you have to do is visit voodoocomedy.com and use offer code EMERGENCYCLASS at checkout for $20 off these amazing classes. Thank you so much to Voodoo Comedy for sponsoring this week's podcast. Remember to go to www.voodoocomedy.com and use the offer code EMERGENCYSHOWS for $2 off tickets. Emergency is spelled E-M-E-R-G-E-N-C-Y. And use the code EMERGENCYCLASS for $20 off their classes. Thank you so much, Voodoo Comedy. We would like to thank Stitcher. If you're not using Stitcher, please take a moment to try it out. Stitcher is a free podcast app for both iPhone and Android. You can find over 260,000 podcasts on Stitcher, and there is a podcast for everyone. Stitcher also has smart recommendations and playlists, so you can find and organize all of your favorite shows and discover new ones. If you are a current Stitcher user, consider Stitcher Premium for bonus episodes, exclusive shows, and ad-free listening. You can sign up for Stitcher Premium today for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com forward slash premium now and use promo code emergency for one free month of Stitcher Premium. What? You already counted me in? Oh my god. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> it was your idea. <laughs> oh, this is Sherry. Thanks for joining us. What's the point? What's the fucking point now? <laughs> if you're if you're listening, you know what it is. <laughs> you're listening to this bunch of bullshit. <laughs> this needs no introduction. No, it's us. Hi. Hi. Hey Sherry, I was I have you seen my muffin? I was looking for a muffin. <laughs> I misplaced my muffin. <laughs> it becomes fancy, though, if you call it an amuse-bouche. It's just a bite. It's just a bite. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so technical. 
Oh. oh, thanks for joining us. You're listening to Your Emergency is Showing. And we were just talking about patients who were saving a snack for later. Yeah, <laughs> under some folds of skin or yeah. things in places. <laughs> under the folds and through the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hospital food is so bad, so, you know, why not? want to bring, bring your own snack. You want right. to be prepared. You don't know how long you're going to be in the ER for. You get hungry. It's like, so well, true. bam, you lift up a tit, you got a sandwich. <laughs> That's right. And you know we're you not... We're not you offering got your TV food and remote. <laughs> That's right. That's TV right. remote. You got your iPad. You got your sandwich. <laughs> bag of chips. Maybe Where, I'm ready. Where's my cell phone? Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's under the other tip. <laughs> oh, it's behind my knee. Oh, <laughs> uh, so my co-host needs no introduction, but you're listening to <laughs> David Laguardia. Shut his fucking mouth. <laughs> David LaGuardia is here with us today, and we okay, love guys. having him. Hello. And also with us is our producer and co-host, Ginger Jesus. Thank you very much. Coming to you today from the Pepperoni Dog Fart Studios. Oh, that sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> that's yep. rancid. It sure that's is. That's a real thing, isn't it? It yes, is. It you, is. You're saying that because that happened. It has happened to us. My God, when we go... Okay, there's so... <laughs> transparency there is a um <laughs> there's a drive-up liquor store that i like to frequent and Fuck um yeah. they give us pepperonis to the dogs they love the dogs and so they give us the pepperonis and i don't want to turn them down i've tried to turn them down and been like no it's okay and they're like here and they hand it to me so i give it to the dogs and that creates farts that we are going to get oh. fart lung from <laughs> you've heard of you know like what it, popcorn lung, popcorn lung mm-hmm. black lung, mold lung, all of that. Yeah, we're going to have... Silicosis. Yes, fart lung. we're dying of fart lung. So they except, lay- except for Stewie, our pug. Now, Stewie always has cabbage farts. Yeah. Yeah. They're, okay. they're a special I breed of... Cabbage. Or like sauerkraut. <laughs> Sometimes they smell like sauerkraut, too. But, I don't, oh. I don't yeah. invest that much time in actually sniffing it. But try to figure well, it, put it out on a mass spectrometer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cabbage it. and <laughs> apple cores. <laughs> apple core. With a with, clippings. With a faint wisp of raspberry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's wine. It has a yeah. fruity note. Oh my god. Oh, God. Uh, so, David, what are we talking about today? On the 101st um, episode. 101. Congratulations, everyone. 101. We're centurions. Um, well, since, as you know, I live in Washington State. Yes. And we're a state of a lot of firsts. You we really had, are. We had the first COVID patient. Yep. And we were the first in flight. Nice. Actually, that's not that's not true. Oh yeah, that's that was like one of the Carolinas, right? Yeah, it was. I think it was South Carolina okay. with the Kitty Hawk. But anyway, um, so we're also first for a couple of uh, invasive insects that that you may have read about in the news recently. Uh, the first of which being m- murder hornets. Ooh. And then the the other one is the gypsy moth, oh, which these are both that, gross. Yeah. That might be offensive to some people, and I didn't name it. I didn't name it the gypsy moth, okay? That's just what it's called. I don't want to offend anyone. I think gypsies like being called gypsies. 
Do you think so? I do because there's a TLC show about it. Yeah, my it. big fat gypsy wedding or yeah. whatever it is. Oh, the, that show is whack. Have you ever seen that show? No. Don't no, watch God, it. No. Don't watch it, no. David. It's horrible. But it's, um, to, to me, reality television, it, it insults me. Yes. It's, it's seriously insulting to watch it. Yes. But that makes you feel better about it. yourself. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I still make poor choices and I watch it. But... um. It yeah, I think they don't mind it, but I mean, I I shouldn't talk for them. So I, I just yeah, just you know, <clears throat> yeah. I just don't want to be offensive. Sure, as well. no, I it's do, good. but I don't. So anyway, um, so these two invasive species actually are Governor Jay Inslee um, initiated an emergency proclamation about the gypsy moth. What does it say? Of- yeah, so I didn't actually read it. Oh, okay. Well, no, it's too long. <laughs> but it's basically, long. it's basically uh, in a nutshell, saying that this species exists and we need to eradicate it before it before it takes hold here and destroys all of our forests. So, I did some research on what they do, and they're no threat to humans. Right. Uh, but they are voracious eaters. Yeah. So they eat foliage from all the trees. So all deciduous trees and evergreens they eat the foliage from those trees so they'll eat there's like a whole laundry list of of different trees that they will eat so they'll eat all the foliage off the leaves and that itself doesn't kill the tree but it makes it more susceptible to either disease or it makes it more susceptible to other invasive species like box elders or other like uh, like tree beetles or th- other insects or birds or animals that can kill the tree. Right. So it'll it'll you know it, the, uh, a swarm of these things will eat like the all the all the leaves off an oak tree, and then the oak is susceptible to disease and then will eventually die. So well, and it then can... it's susceptible to fire. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we've got, you know, we've got problems with wildfires anyway, exactly. as it is. Yeah. And uh, uh, so and and also I, I also discovered that the caterpillars, mm-hmm. the caterpillars are kind of cool looking. They're like they have like blue spots and they're brown with blue spots. Yeah. And they have um, they have little hair little hairs on their bodies that they have a specific name, but I can't remember what it is because I'm a, I'm a shit researcher and I'm not going <laughs> to remember anything to we aren't, inform people. With. Yeah. We aren't really uh, official, these, so it's fine. We're super professional. I fucking wing it. That's how I live my life. Really? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Don't we all? Yes. We all just lie by the seat of our pants. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. That's so true. Least of all our leaders. But anyway, um, so th- these, the, the, uh, caterpillars have little hairs on their bodies and those hairs are actually a defense mechanism. So they oh. they act like little needles that can repel predators. So like, you know, you, you're, you're a, you're some kind of bird, you're a bird, you're like a, a bird that's hungry and you go to have a snack of a, of a, of a little caterpillar and you get a mouthful of these hairs and you spit it back out because the hairs are like, but they have barbs on the end with needles. It's like needles on them. Oh my God. And these, these needles, these hairs can actually become dislodged lodged and travel on the wind <gasps> so you can get these hairs on your skin or in your eyes and they can cause uh inflammation or even an allergic reaction if you if you touch a caterpillar i did not know this oh my god and, and and the the gypsy moth caterpillar is not the only kind of caterpillar that has this defense like a lot of caterpillars have it okay. so basically if you see a furry caterpillar 
don't touch it because that's what these things are. They're like needles. Wow. They have pointed barbs on the end and they'll get in your skin and they'll cause irritation and like, you know, local itching to the area. And you, you have to use adhesive tape to stick to your skin to yes. pull them out. Oh, my do God. Do it repeatedly to, to get these little hairs out of your skin and then wow. wash it with soap and water. That is crazy. Holy crap. Totally I never crazy. Knew that. I didn't know any of that. So it was super interesting. Yeah. But the the moths themselves, they're actually kind of pretty. Yeah. Like it's it sucks that they're, you know, they're that they're uh, getting the a bad rap. Yeah. That they're so destructive because right. they're they're kind of cool looking. Right. They're kind of cool looking. I read a thing that said if an area gets hit with an infestation, you can hear what sounds like steady rain that goes several weeks outside your window, but it's actually thousands of caterpillars pooping. Pooping? Yeah. Damn. I know. So Have you like heard rain. this? Yeah. It's rain of it's and they can caterpillar the dog. gypsy moth can they can lay up to a thousand eggs per year. And when those Whoa. hatch, they hatch into millions of caterpillars that fall out of trees and cover your car. Oh, my God. I know. Have you seen so, any evidence of this? No. Luckily, luckily for me, all this, all this shit is taking place in the north, like the north extreme oh, part good. of the state. Okay, good. And so you're, it's you're like way south. hundreds of miles from where I am. Okay, good. And it's... So I haven't seen I haven't seen these things in person. Right. Uh, and if I did, like I'd be calling Game and Fish like right away. Like, yeah. hey, there's the because like I said, they, they will eat evergreens, too. So they'll right. eat they'll eat pine needles. That's crazy. They're voracious eaters. And and actually they do um, the the evergreen trees. I read that they do. Uh, they are more susceptible to dying directly if they are defoliated. So if they okay. if their if their needles are eaten, then the trees are more likely to die from that, oh, like directly so from that. Okay. So, but is there a way to get rid of them? Have they figured that out? They do. Squishing? They do. So they have um, they have a uh, one technique that's 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 pretty effective. Is they have a type of pesticide that um, and it's it's actually from what I read, it's it's rather environmentally friendly. In fact, it's. Um, it's usable in organic farming. Oh. And it's a it's a type of it's a type of spray that they put on that contains a specific type of bacteria. Okay. And then once the caterpillars ingest the bacteria, the bacteria kills it kills the caterpillar naturally. Okay. So and it, there's it's not it doesn't harm humans or other animals. Okay. So it's pretty it's a pretty responsible pesticide to use that really just targets it just targets the caterpillars. Wow. That's so amazing. that's pretty effective. Yeah. Um, but again, they have to know obviously where it is so that they can kind of deliver it in a very precise manner. Right. Right. But that's the main defense. Wow. And I guess if they had to, they could like burn a section of a forest if they had to. But that's me speculating. I don't know if that's right. actually what they do. Okay. But like do a controlled burn or something like right. that. Or, or, uh, you know, maybe you could, uh, Use a really strong light, a really strong light, or maybe you could maybe you could inject it. A disinfectant, maybe. Yeah, a, yeah. A cleaning of the lungs. You yeah. clean the lungs. Absolutely. Everyone knows that. that's a proven medical thing that everyone is doing right now. So everybody's yeah, doing it's it. It's working. Yeah. So then, uh, those little bastards. But then we have, 
we have the murder hornet. Yes. And oh, this those things are like the, they're like tiny birds. Holy shit, they're so big. They are they are the size of a small hummingbird. Oh my god. I mean, hummingbirds are small anyway. Yeah, they're close to the size of a hummingbird. Yeah. Like, I I've I've uh, I read reports that these hornets can be up to two inches in length. And that is, yeah, I'm looking at that right now. That is insane. That is the size of a hornet. Oh my god. Yeah, that's insane. And um, so yeah, I did uh, a fair amount of research on these little things. And so the reason they're called murder hornets is not because they are they they're not a threat to humans. They're they're pretty similar to to most other stinging insects. Like unless they're provoked, unless you go to their nest and kick it, or uh, you know, or you disturb their nest in some way, they're they're not aggressive toward humans unless they're provoked. They're called murder hornets because of what they do to beehives. Yes. So they, um, like two or three of them will band together and find a beehive and they will go in and decapitate all of the bees, all of the worker bees inside the nest. And then they will devour all of the bee larvae inside the hive. Wow. So they have, they have like a, a, a very easy, readily accessible source of protein through all the bee larvae. Right. And then they will also take, um, the decapitated abdomens back to their own hive and what? share it with, with their hive. Yeah. Oh so my they, God. They, that's so they like, they're like transporting dead bodies back that's and forth. So barbaric. To, oh my God. For consumption. It is. I wonder if see... Pixar, I wonder if Pixar, I'll get a hold of that and create a movie. About it. <laughs> Bug Traumatize two. a generation of children. Uh, they're already traumatized. Murder hornets. Yeah. Yeah, so um, and there are videos of this online. If you're so inclined, you can go watch a murder hornet decimate a beehive. Wow. Uh, so the main concern with these things is our bees. So beekeepers are are the most concerned about them, um, and they have uh, beekeepers have a couple of uh, like a couple of uh, defenses against them. So they have uh, basically like certain they have cages or surrounding that goes around the beehive that bees can get through, but the hornets are too big to fit through. Oh, nice. So it's like a certain, you know, like a, a, a certain vent or door. Right. That, that can accommodate bees, but the, the hornets being as big as they are. I mean, they're easily 10 times bigger than a honeybee yeah. at least. They're yeah. so much bigger. Wow. So they have these one-way doors that, that are pretty effective. And, um, Bees themselves. So I, I learned this also that there are two, there are two distinct um, species of honeybees that we use uh, pretty uh, across the board in the United States. There's a European honeybee, and there's an Asian honeybee. Okay. And the Asian, the Asian honeybees, since the, and again, this is my speculation, but since the, uh, the Asian. The, the, the hornets are from Asia and the bees are from Asia. The bees have evolved a defense oh. because they've been dealing they've been dealing with this for, you know, over over evolution. Right. <laughs> for a series of generations of generations and, and the bees. So what they do is uh, so if a murder hornet enters their hive, it'll be surrounded and completely covered with bees. And then the bees start beating their wings mm -hmm. in unison. And that essentially raises the temperature inside the hive it raises the temperature in the hive 
that so much so that it cooks the hornet. It cooks the hornet alive. Oh my so the god! Bee, the bees are able to to withstand this, to withstand the temperature, but the hornet cannot. That's so amazing. It's totally amazing. So I, I was I was thinking like you know they're both Asian, so they have they have evolved they've uh, um, co-evolved, and so that's why the Asian horn or the Asian bees have. Uh, a defense and the European bees do not. Right. So and the uh, Asian if it's bees a, teach the European bees how to do maybe, that. I mean, maybe. That would kind of be nice. Mm-hmm. That's um, incredible. Yeah, it is pretty cool. So um, I, I read that they came to the U.S. probably in a cargo freight. That's that's most likely. I mean, they they're you know the experts aren't completely certain they can't be certain right but that's the most likely the most likely source was okay. you know a ship you know a cargo ship um a couple of live specimens came over and then uh made port because uh, they've been spotted in the extreme again like the extreme northern part of Washington state uh-huh. and then into uh Victoria Island in BC do you know how many we're talking about? I mean, are it's they just, reproducing? It's just a handful that they've seen. Okay. Like there have been sightings of maybe a ha- just just a few. Okay. Um, so the, the, it depends on the source that you're reading. Like one source is sensationalized because I mean, you know, newspapers want to sell. They want right. to sell their product. They want to sell their story. Right. So they're going to sensationalize things, but. Um, uh, uh, there were several ex- different experts that weren't um, like news, you know, news sources like that, like right. entomologists, yeah, um, people like biologists in the, in those types of disciplines that are saying that it's it would be difficult for them for the murder hornets to 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 become established because um, having a protein source basically that they don't have enough food to become established. Interesting. Since okay. Since the uh, uh, what they're after are the beehives, right? That they wouldn't have as much opportunity to get to the beehives since the, the, the beekeepers are very wary of this and they're taking steps to avoid, right. you know, any any infestation of the murder hornets getting in. So okay. a lot of entomologists are thinking that it's, you know, it's something it's cause for concern, but it's not to the level of, you know, we're going to be infested with right. with murder hornets and everybody's going to be carried away by them or anything right. like that. So right. it's it's something that they're watching and, you know, of course they're saying if if you see them definitely report it to Game and Fish and we'll come out and investigate it to see if there is, you know, a viable nest and they do, they're they're mostly uh they they build burrows in the ground. Like What? In, that's in, how their that's how their yeah, nests they, are? Yeah, they they burrow. Wow. They build nests in the ground. That could really hurt your foot. I was wow. going to say you could it step could, on. Yeah, one. if you yeah. if you step on if you step on one, and they are capable of killing humans. Yes. There have been, I uh, I have some said, information about that. Oh, go ahead. So, um, I looked up, you know, what happens when a murder hornet stings you. And this guy from Brave Wilderness, he's a YouTube personality. His name is Nathaniel Coyote Pearson or Peterson. And um he actually Is he related to, to Joe Tiger? What was probably, that dipshit's name from Ti- Tiger uh, King? Joe Have we already Joe forgotten? Joe Exotic. Dipshit. Joe Exotic, yeah. yeah. Joe Exotic, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um 
So he his job as a YouTube personality is to go out and get stung or bit by things. And so he went out and got bit by a Japanese giant hornet, which is a subspecies of the Asian murder hornet. And it has a one quarter inch stinger. I mean, when you think about that, it's fucking huge. So he documented his experience. You can see this on YouTube. He doubles over in pain. Then he begins to describe the initial wave of dizziness. And he says searing pain, absolute searing pain. 45 seconds later, his hand is locked. He can't move it. 20 minutes later, he has incredible swelling. He got stung on his forearm. Um, But his entire hand is swollen and his forearm is swollen. 36 hours of intense pain. Then the pain turned into itching. And this was after all being treated with antihistamines and ice packs. Oh, damn. So it does That's not sound treatment. okay. Yeah, it does not sound pleasant at <laughs> all. Um, they say it's yeah. the second most painful sting next to the Central and South American executioner wasp. <sighs> um, entomologists have categorized stings on a scale developed by an entomologist named Justin O. Schmidt. The Schmidt sting pain index is one to four. And four is the highest, and the murder hornet is at a level four. So it is pretty oh, bad. Damn. What happens is when the venom goes into your arm or wherever you're stung, it's neurotoxic and necrotic. So most people that die from it um, are allergic to the venom, but non-allergic people can die from it too if they get like swarmed and there's multiple stings because right. their body just right. can't handle it. So in it's Japan, just overwhelmed. yeah. In Japan, um, 12 to 26 people die every year from stings. I've heard I've heard the same thing, except I heard up to 50 people die a year. Wow. Now so in, depending, depending on the source. Yeah. But, I know but, in, but, uh, in China, yeah, the, in China, there's it was upwards of like 40 plus. So, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, they're nasty little bastards. Yeah. I mean, I suppose that can handle with a that can happen with a regular bee too. If you're swarmed with bees, your body is going to shut down just because of the trauma that's happening. But it doesn't right. help that this guy is like forty times the size of a little bee. So yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. wouldn't want to meet one of those. And they can no. sting repeatedly. You know, bees yes. bees can only sting once. Right. But mortar hornets. I mean, any. Any wasp subspecies can sting, sting repeatedly, like yellow jackets and mm-hmm. wasps. And I actually learned that wasps are um, – they're like a – there are lots of subspecies of wasps, including yellow jackets and, and hornets. So hornets are wasps and yellow jackets are wasps, but not all uh, – not all – well, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Um <laughs> But yeah, I didn't know that. Like uh, yeah. yellow jackets and hornets are a type of wasp. Interesting. Hmm. Are you allergic yeah. to bee stings or wasps? It has been a really long time since I've been stung. Mm-hmm. But the last time I recall getting stung, um, it was at, like on my ankle, like my my lateral malleolus on uh-huh. my left side. Yeah. And my ankle swelled up to the size of a fucking grapefruit. Oh my god. So I know I may have developed some uh, like some allergy to it, but it's been it's been 
decades since wow. I've been stung. So I actually don't really know. It's been a long, long time. Wow. I was Thank stung. Goodness, I'd like to keep it that way. Absolutely. I was stung um, for the first time last fall. I was in my therapist office using the bathroom and um what the? I, I know, right? This is a weird story. It's it's turned dark very ugly or very early. Um <laughs> I was using the bathroom and I went to pull up my jeans and all of a sudden I felt this pinch, pinch, pinch in my jeans and I pulled my pants back down and there was a wasp that had fallen from the window into my jeans while I was on the potty and then proceeded to sting me to try to get out of my jeans. What the? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I should go home right now and like cancel my day because this is like telling me everything. But yeah. So, um, yeah, I had three little stings on my leg and I went into my therapist office and I'm like, you'll never believe what just happened. I was just sitting on the toilet and the wasp stung me three times. It got caught in my pants and they're just like, oh my God, do you need more medication? So yeah, it was really interesting. So that was, uh, the last time I was stung by a wasp. But no allergic, like it didn't no swell allergic up or reaction. anything. No, well, where I mean, did you it, get stung? Like your leg? On my leg. Or... Yeah, it was on my leg. So it was on the, um, like the quadriceps. So there was plenty of soft tissue there for it to, like, dive into. And I never, it never got super <laughs> swollen. It was like mosquito bites more than anything else. So yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, that's crazy. But it did hurt. Yeah, it was a little painful for yeah, a bit. Yeah, it hurt. It hurts. Yeah. So yeah, so so it also if you if you felt intrepid, depending on how gory you want to get, I did see a video of a praying mantis devouring a uh, a murder hornet. I want to see this it was, immediately. It was gnarly. It was wow. gnarly. Wow. And I think if I'm not mistaken, the praying mantis has the fastest strike in the uh, in the animal kingdom. Interesting. Like they move in in milliseconds like they're so fast wow it's like it's got this thing in its in its claws before you can even blink your eye like Holy it's crap. so fast and is this and then on, it just starts is this on the youtube oh yeah it's on the youtube you can All just right. do praying mantis murder hornet and All it'll right. come right up All right. I'm, I'm sorry how old are you i'm uh, really old the youtube yeah yeah, that's on the internet. I am starting to say the in front of the everything. interwebs. Yeah, the interweb, the Google. <laughs> I think that's a good plan. I've, I've been doing that for a while. Yes, yes. You know, I'm hip. I'm it's, up. I'm up there. I listen to. Are, and I also want to say I love your guys's matching your emergency is showing t-shirts. Why? Thank you. We planned this today for the 100th uh, taping even though now we're at 101, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of our thing. We're wearing matching clothes. Um, we're that couple. It's, it's, a, it's our gang colors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you're a I jet, love that shirt. It's really <laughs> I wear, soft. I wear it to work with pride. Yeah. It is really soft. I thought it was the first thing I noticed. Yeah. No, we're all about um, fabric softener and detergent and things not sticking you and poking you, so... Yeah, I can tell. We yeah, like it. and you don't want to get wasps in your pants. You don't. So actually, that's probably another reason to just not wear pants. I <laughs> see. You get me, David. You understand me. 
I Thank know. You. Like you, it's you're triggered every time you put on a pair of I pants. Am. You're like, this could happen again. As, I don't want it to happen again. That's right. I'm scared. That's right. Or as I call it, leg prisons. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's very... I feel the same way. I'm always wearing. If I'm not wearing scrubs, I'm wearing like pajama pants. Yes. Like workout, you know, yeah. athleisure wear. Yes. I mean, we should. Jeans all... are terrible. Jeans are for sh- jeans are for fucking. I don't even know people. I know. Like... Well, and now is the time. We are in a very crucial turning point in our lives. So let's go to a uniform of pajamas. I mean, Star I totally... Trek. Yeah, Star Trek did it. A lot of movies did it. Let's just go to comfortable clothes. Let's not have you know constrictions or did, did denim. Did they do it in Star Wars? I mean, they kind of Did I do. say Star Wars? I meant Star Trek. Wait, no, you said Star Trek. You did said I? Star okay. Trek, yeah. Although those pants, Star, those, pants and, those pants and the red shirt seemed a little constrictive. They needed to be a little more relaxed. I'm thinking, what's that one movie where they're all wearing gray? And it looks like Scrubs. I didn't watch the movie. I just saw the preview. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone read my mind. You know what I'm talking uh, about. Anywho. This was a sci-fi movie? I think so. That's why I didn't watch it. But anyway. Old? Old. I want to say Gwyneth Paltrow was in it, but no. I, could just, I know she could just be on my mind because of her vagina. Her vagina she candle. She just ruins everything. She does. God, bitch. Uh, we talk about her more than we should on this podcast. I know. I, I know. We've given her power, power that yeah, she doesn't deserve. Yeah, we've given her deserve. too much. Yeah, I'm taking it back, man. I'm taking it back. Snake oil is what that shit is. <laughs> it so is. Well, that has been That's fascinating. All I got. Do That's you all have I have for, for these insects. So thank you. I know it's a big hype right now. Everyone's worried about it, but you're, you guys, you're good. You're good. Just you know, report. Everything's going to be okay. It is. It's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. So if you see a murder hornet, report it to your. To fry. That's right. Um, if you oh, see. Oh yeah. It... Speaking of speaking of frying murder hornets. Yeah. They like to eat them over in Japan for a tasty snack. Well, sure. Like in a moose bouche. Oh my god. They will eat them. They will eat them fried. Nice. Or. Like covered in some kind of you know sauce. Or chocolate. Get your murder hornets here. Do, do they have chocolate covered? I mean, if they don't, then we should. We should. We should totally do that. That's the next merch. Yeah. That's the next Your Emergency is Showing merch, chocolate-covered murder hornets. (laughs) I like that. Well, that has come full circle. (laughs) We started with a mousse-bouche, and we end with a Mm mousse-bouche. So, yeah. Way to bookend the episode (laughs) right there. We're bookending. (laughs) It seems like we're chaotic, but then we come together for some reason at the very end. That is poetic as fuck. It really is. is. It really is. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Take good care of yourselves. Drink some water. Take a nap. And don't do meth. Oh, also, thank you to our sponsors. Oh, yeah. Thanks to our sponsors. (laughs) Stitcher, we love you. Taco Night Audio, you're amazing. And Voodoo Comedy, we hope that you will be back with live comedy shows in the near future. I know that they have some things going on virtually, so please check out their website at Mm voodoocomedy.com. And... um, Thank you all for all that you do. And thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at TacoNightAudio.com. 
Be sure to listen to this and other podcasts on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Stop by taconightaudio.com for all of your podcast needs. Your emergency is showing is intended for entertainment purposes only and should not substitute for professional medical advice.